Good evening, and welcome to the Deacon and Jones Show. Guys, how are you today? This is Sunday, June 21st, 2020, and we want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. And by we, I mean me and, uh, you know, my co-host, Jones. Welcome to the show, Jones. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Father's Day, everybody. The name of the show is the Deacon and Jones Show, so I would hope that having you was an option on the show. But thank you, Jones. Welcome, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. We have another great show for you guys today. And we want to uh, also thank you guys, as always we do, and appreciate everything that our fans do for us because be honest here we're nothing without you guys absolutely nothing absolutely so um for whom the bell tolls absolutely (laughs) we're gonna get into that we got some metallica um guys i want to just do something real quick before we get into our quick COVID updates uh jones uh something that was going on in the community with every day it happens and we don't address it and i'm sorry that we haven't birthdays jones Birthdays, everybody's got one. We got a birthday coming up for everybody each day of the week. So if we have not addressed your birthday, shoot us an email. Deacon and Jones Show at gmail.com. Let us know when your big day is so that uh, we can let everyone else know. Exactly. We had a couple of our, our big viewers and our friends out there. So we'll give a quick couple birthday shout outs. Uh, Paul McCartney, I know you're listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday. Yeah, right. He celebrated a birthday. Rest in peace, Tupac in heaven. His birthday was this yeah, week. He's listening too. <laughs> yeah. He's listening from the Caribbean because a lot of people say that he faked his death, but that's Ooh, that's something that's that for another day. that's for another day. And we're gonna expand the show a little bit by bringing in some rap questions and some rap guests. So if you guys like hip hop and old school rap, so do we. We don't want to hear that new shit about grinding in the club because no. we're not grinding in any clubs. If you noticed, we're in COVID land. <laughs> There's no clubs open. So even if there was. We ain't going to catch us there. We're Deacon and Jones. What do we need to go to a club for? You know, we are the club. You want to join the cool kids? Come join our club. Yeah, I don't got to go to a club to grind. You can do that anywhere. That's it. <laughs> grinding. We can grind in the pool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can grind whoa, on whoa, a tree. Whoa, Deacon. Nah, I didn't mean it in that type of sense, Jones. Don't get, don't get carried away here. But you get the gist, guys. But, uh, Jones, let's get into it. Let's get into some COVID updates to let the audience know what's going on. Uh, well, you know, I just, as I've stated prior in prior weeks, um, have been in fear of a second wave, especially in places where they didn't have much of a first one. Um, so, um, unfortunately, about uh, t- two days ago, um, I found on Twitter that they had the highest number of positive COVID cases in a day so far yeah. in Florida. Unbelievable. Which was over 4,000 cases in that one single day. And they're up to like 96,000 cases now. That's crazy. Now, also, Jones, you had mentioned to me by checking out this information, and then thank you for your research here, but uh, some of the other states that were involved in this were Texas, Arizona, and some one other state you mentioned. I don't remember what one it was offhand. Um, if you can get that to us, uh, you know. Guys, we're not just saying this and we're not doing this podcast for, you know, our well-being and our health and our sanity. Like, those are only part of the reasons. Um Stay home. Texas, Nevada, and Arizona. All right, so there you go. Guys, stay home. You guys are going to risk, you know, going out for, you know, what, six to eight, maybe even a year of your life. You could have that time spent well with others when you're being safe a year from now. And you could thank yourself for staying safe and not going out and not spreading the virus and helping this. If you're an American... The last thing you want to do is go out and be anti-America. 
especially during the rough times that we're going through right now. I know. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are, um, you know, jonesing, <laughs> intended to go out to dinner and do things like that, uh, go out to the bar, get a drink. But is it really worth risking yours and your family's health and safety? Mm. And I, I honestly, at this point, I don't think so. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of people aren't thinking in those ways, and um, they don't know how bad it can really get, as I do. And um, no matter how much you try to tell them, uh, people, I try to tell people all the time how bad it really was. Um, they just yes you to death, and they're like, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and then the fact know. that you have the people that are, you know, that we've we've had good discussions about this on shows prior about the inflation number. Guys, the numbers don't lie. You know, people are dying. They really are dying. This is something that's so serious. And and as we mentioned in the prior episodes, we know this is not going away. And if you guys honestly think that this is going to go away, it's it's not. And and and. The well-being of others should come first before anybody else, but unfortunately, we don't live in a society anymore where people are committed to obeying the rules. They feel like, okay, we just do what we want, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Also, um, it, it's it's just a scary time right now here Definitely. in general, like with everything, not just COVID, but... Um, on another note with COVID, before we uh, wrap up the COVID update, the CDC is um, is mentioning that uh, if your pet becomes sick with uh, after you are sick, like if you have COVID and then all of a sudden your pet starts, you know, having some symptoms or looking ill, uh, do not bring your pet to the veterinarian yourself. Call the veterinarian and let them know that you have been sick with COVID-19 and now your animal needs attention and they will um, figure out a way to get your animal the care that it needs. Definitely. Definitely do that. It's a smart decision to call anyway beforehand or whatnot. And, you know, a couple months ago they were saying that cats and dogs and this and, you know, can't get it. But meanwhile then... You know, you were the one that pulled up the article for me about the tiger in the zoo who got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what do you think if, if we've if, you know, we're living beings trying to coexist on a planet that, you know, follow the rules, stop the spread, and that'll be it. But no more lecturing about that, guys. We ain't trying to bore you to death. This is the Deacon and Jones show. You ain't bored on this show. If you are, then turn the channel. You listen to something <laughs> else that you want to listen to. Or... Do the stick only with us, or no, 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 don't even what? stick with us. Or do the logical thing: email us and tell us what you want to hear. That's it. It's simple. Mm -hmm. Speaking of emails and whatnot, Jones. Uh, before we get into the, I know you guys have been waiting. Drum roll for <laughs> the epic conclusion of the "I Shit My Pants" Part Two story. Um, <laughs> I wanted to bring up one last thing about the COVID, about the smart ring situation. Yes, yes, you were mentioning. Jones, what is your take on a ring that would be able to detect if you have coronavirus or not. This is what they're going to make the NBA players. It's not official. Like a ring that you put on your finger? Yeah. Or like the Nuva ring you put inside of you? Like what exactly it, if, is What is this, what well, is this device? If the, if the male players are wearing Nuva rings, I'm going to be very <laughs> I'm going to be very, very scared. I'm just saying there's all different types of rings and exactly where do you wear it and what does it supposed to do? It's supposed to basically monitor you for any symptoms of the, of the uh, virus itself along with temperature and whatnot. Me personally, 
again, I'm with you on so this. So it's just a, like a vital sign monitoring machine that can, in the form of a ring? That can so basically... So it's not really testing you or checking you or anything? It says like, that it can. testing your... your it says that it can. What do you mean? It says that there is going to be this smart ring that will determine that you will have the symptoms of COVID and then it, w it would indicate that you would have it if you're positive or not. Me, I'm with you on this situation because I already know before you even tell the audience of what we're going to say, um, <laughs> I'm with you because on this. Because you can see the look on my face? Well, besides that, and um, guys, just so you know, um, again, thank you guys all because without you, again, we're nothing. I'll repeat it 20 more times if I have to. Thank you all. I love you all. <laughs> but um, we will be going eventually live and then you'll be able to see the expressions and you'll understand more of why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I have very expressive eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if uh, you turn around and you want something done, I, I personally like do not want a machine to register me or something as opposed to a person. I need the human interaction so I can explain to that person what is going on with the way I'm feeling and whatnot. Me, I don't think the ring is going to be effective or it's going to work. It just sounds stupid. And my issue with it is that not all COVID symptoms are the same. Not everybody has the same symptoms. Some people have GI symptoms. Some Correct. people have uh, respiratory symptoms. Some people just feel like they just can't move at all. Um, some people have fever, some people don't. So what exact symptoms is it? Is it tracking and exactly how is it testing you for COVID? Is it is it piercing you for blood? Uh, is it swabbing your mouth? Like, what I'm is assuming it that the only thing it's going to be able to determine that on is sweat. Because what other enzymes? I mean, unless you got the chemical compounds on the outside of your skin here, and we're not going to go to biology on you guys. But uh, <laughs> and how much do know, these things cost? Let's be real. They're they're starting to try to figure out what they're going to do on these things, and I don't think that they're going to be affordable for most people unless you're somebody who's in like a sports thing or whatnot. Listen, if it helps you and you and and you guys feel Listen, that if it way, helps sports come back sooner, I'm all for it. But I don't know how good it is. Yeah, I don't, I'm not for it at all on that. But um, with that being said, because of the whole smart ring situation, like with the whole Disneyland thing, I, I Disneyland's reopening on July 11th. Disney World, Disney World. Oh, Disney World. All right, in I'm sorry. Florida. In Florida. Sorry, that's it's my mistake. It's scheduled to reopen July 11th, but with the Outbreaks. recent increase in COVID positive cases in the state of Florida, I'm hoping that they will readjust that date to a later time. Yeah, and if you're going to have the NBA playing there, I, I really don't think it's a great idea that you I mean have if they it. were to ask me that would be my recommendation and the NBA that should be off the table now that they're having uh, a wave there yeah exactly I agree with you that on was that. chosen when they were low yeah and that they were not really affected much because in the first wave they didn't really get hit at all and um, so now that they're getting hit that should be pulled back. Well, they got hit, just not as hard as other areas. Because, you know, you can't say you didn't have zero cases. I didn't whatever. say they didn't have zero cases, but they were not hit hard like other places in the country and um, and the world. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I agree with you on that. But uh, going back to the whole Disneyland thing, Jones. Um, world. Disney World, sorry. I keep saying Disneyland because I'm a native of California. I'm sorry. I live in New York, but we don't have a Disneyland or a world here. We do have the <laughs> NFL, though, hopefully. Well, not in New York. We have but, Disney stores. Oh, actually, we do. We do have the NFL in New York. I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan, but we do have the NFL in New York if we're going all the way up there. True. Yep. But uh, we don't want to say how we feel about that situation quite yet because 
you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Until we hear more updates, then we'll definitely let you guys know. But I just keep having this weird deja vu flashback type of thing about a Disney World story about... That's right. The answer to our question from last week. <laughs> Go ahead, Jones. Yeah, take it away. Disney World is in this story. It is. So, um... How many of you guys guessed that it was Deacon himself who has an I shit my pants story? <laughs> Jones, tell him who it is. Oh, man. So we had several people um, email us back and, and uh, choose a side. And, uh... And I want to thank you guys because <laughs> out of 13 emails... Only two of you thought it was me. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, <laughs> I, I did think, not shit my I, pants. I honestly think it was my delivery last week. I, I kind of gave it away in the question by starting off saying that I always say yeah. that everybody <laughs> has shit their pants. So, that being said, yes, it was Jones that shit her pants. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've shit my pants several times throughout my adult life for one reason or another. But we're just going to go through one of those uh, stories right now. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, this one happens to be in Florida, in Disney World. I was there with my ex-husband, uh, and we were coming back from dinner, uh, going to the room, and we were staying at the Port Orleans French Quarter. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with Port Orleans French Quarter, but it, the buildings are built just like Porter, like French Quarter would be, where you know it's kind of like high stories. Uh, and then they have like all the stairs on the outside to walk up to where you want to go. And if you guys haven't been to there, not to cut you off, Jones, it's similar to a New Orleans style Bourbon Street kind of buildings. It's it's cool. It really is a nice. It's not you don't see many structures like that anymore. Go ahead, Jones. Yeah. Well, and then you know, uh, it's just the point of that that whole thing. The style of the building is important because of the stair situation. So you have to get up a. Like about like forty stairs before you can like even have the possibility of taking an elevator. So <laughs> uh, trying to walk up um, stairs while you're trying to keep your sphincter closed <laughs> uh, doesn't really work out too well. When on the Disney bus, because you know in Disney World, if you've never been, you take buses everywhere you want to go if you're staying on site in a Disney resort. And on the buses, when my stomach first started to say something ain't right and I have to walk all the way from the bus stop all the way to the building that we're in and then up like 40 stairs doesn't pan out too well Jones didn't make it up the stairs all the way and, and listen it happens to everybody everyday scenarios well you know uh, it was really bad to the point where I had to jump in the shower and throw all those clothes away yeah rightfully so dude uh, you should have done that either <laughs> way sorry there buddy but uh, I don't have an I shit my pants story but there's been times where I've been stuck in traffic where I have had I have piss my pants <laughs> you know and it's easy for a guy to just pull over and whip it out I'm talking about like New York or California style traffic where you can't you have yeah. no option there's nowhere you to go cannot but you have a bottle you could just piss in that yeah I, you could do that you know yeah. you, you could but and now women I women cannot do that and now I come prepared with the bottles but um I'm Jones, gonna start packing a female urinal in the back of my car that that's that's honestly but, the, uh, so the winner that uh, all of the people that chose Jones which was uh 11 uh they all went into into a hat and, and we're gonna uh, pull the name now we're going to pull the name right now. Right now, guys. Never before done on air. We are pulling a name right now from a random hat with the name in it. Go ahead, Jones. Tell us who our winner is. Okay. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, 
this week's winner for the oh shit, I who shit their pants story. And the twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card. Twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card, which who can't use that? Is Wendy Grippers from Virginia. Thank oh, you, Wendy. nice, Wendy. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate you as a fan and. We'll definitely get to you. Wendy, as I mentioned, if you are not comfortable with sending us your address, then we could just email you the code. We'll scratch it off and just give you the code. Uh, we just, of course, we make sure it's you. We know it's you. Uh, or if it's not you, then somebody else is using your email. But thank you. And you, you can always usually add it right onto your Amazon account, right? Yeah, right from there. Right so right either way, we'll get you the prize. Thank you. Um, and we'll email you this week. We do email all of the people who responded to us. So we will get to you on there. Um, guys, a couple of things I wanted to mention before we get into um, some updates on some new programs and movies that we're watching and stuff i want to mention that we are on twitter on the deacon jones show and we are on instagram deacon and jones show so if you guys couldn't find us on twitter that's because we're deacon jones show on twitter and let us know we'll find you follow follow and we'll listen uh every single day we listen to basically a brand new podcast. Uh, Jones has been listening to a bunch just so that it helps us get, um, you know, obviously better at doing this and then just interacting with other people. And let me tell you, we listen to a lot of good podcasts and then we listen to some ones that are okay. And, you know, we understand that we're in the beginning stages of this too. So maybe people listen to ours and think we're bad too. But Guys, we need suggestions, feedback, help, all this. It's the we, only way that we're going to grow and get better that's and continue it. So, to be able to do this for you guys. Appreciate you guys always. Jones, what do we got on the uh, TV aspect of something? You got something for us? What do you got? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, my choices of TV shows is a little bit different than Deacon's. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm more into, like, the History Channel and, and Travel Channel and Investigation Discovery type situations. So if you have any uh, suggestions for those types of shows, please Did send them my murder? way at the Deacon and Jones Show at gmail.com. Anybody hear me? I said murder. That's what she watches. Everything murder. I mentioned <laughs> Okay, but uh, the two sh most recent shows that I've been watching um, is The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker? Okay, and that's on the History Channel. Was that a fucking vampire? Well, Skinwalker Ranch is a Travel Channel, right? Yeah, no, this uh, is on... Uh, history? No, I just said this is on the History Channel. Okay, History Channel, check it out, because not everybody has cable vision. We uh, know that we got Comcast no, know, listeners and Travel Channel. Uh, history Channel for Skinwalker. Yes, Thank I know. Um, so, the Skinwalker Ranch is, is a show about this ranch in Utah where this big um, philanthropist gentleman who owns his own businesses bought this ranch from another gentleman that had been working with the government uh, to determine what is happening at the ranch because there's a lot of undetermined events. They don't know what's going on, unexplained situations, mm -hmm. cattle dying out of nowhere, <laughs> um, cattle mutilation, Not funny, uh, UFOs, um, just the way it's high, uh, <laughs> high radiation, mm -hmm. uh, radiation poisoning. One guy's skull, his his uh, scalp got separated from his skull, mm. um, and there's no explanation. Okay, when's the show on? When can we watch it? So, um, I, don't, I don't know what day of the week it shows on. I work nights. Uh, I, I on-demand everything, uh, but it's on-demand, uh, or you can find it online on History Channel's website. Mm -hmm, okay. Um, but right now, it's it seems to be in a break. I, I The last episode, um, the government was spying on them via a helicopter, that they did not hook up to any um, radar. Okay. So um, they then the government contacted the one scientist 
and was telling him how how much they want to know what's going on there. And ever since the government started showing interest, the show has been paused. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. Well, let me tell you my honest thoughts about this because I thought for a while that this is a crock of shit. And it might still be a crock of shit, but... Let me tell you something. When you told me that the government shut the show down, I turned around and I said, you know what, I might want to check this show out now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, guys, check that one out. Let us know what you think about that. Jones, you got it. Uh, and then I have one more that, yeah. I've been, um, that I've been watching that's still actually ongoing. It's a miniseries. Is uh, The Ghost Adventures quarantine now series, is that is that which this is on the travel channel. travel channel okay now there's a difference guys between the regular ghost hunters ghost and then adventures. A ghost adventures this is ghost adventures not ghost hunters okay this They're is two different things ah okay so ghost adventures okay so ghost adventures has their own show normally where it's like these these four gentlemen that go around and they and they investigate uh Sometimes historic, sometimes family homes, depending on you know what's going on, who's requesting help to find out you know what is bothering Normal. these people, and usually it's people in distress uh, of some sort. So uh, right now they can't be doing that because of the, the um, coronavirus pandemic. So the head the head guy on the show, Zach Bagans, he owns a um, haunted museum in Las Vegas that he had bought this this place, it's a house, it was a house, and he had it converted into a museum where all of the articles of haunted pieces and relics that he's collected mm. over the years, Very nice. he has put into this, into this nice. museum, and now they're going to investigate the museum. So it's a four-part miniseries on the Travel Channel. Nice. Um, they just finished the second one, it's every Thursday night at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, and... Uh, they just showed the second episode out of the four um, this past Thursday, and it was very intense, let me tell you, very intense. He bought a little house. He had bought a house that's like um, next door to the museum because he plans on expanding the museum, <laughs> and the house was abandoned. Um, oh, boy. And, uh... Hey, we're into this kind of stuff, there, guys. from there, man, because it's very active. Stuff's yeah. going we're, on in there. We're into this, and we definitely want to know what you guys are into. Um, yeah, definitely going to check that out. I know a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, and they think it's fake. My dad thinks it's fake. Uh, I know a lot of people. Deacon sometimes thinks it's fake, uh, especially when it's on TV. Um, but I find it interesting, and I like to watch, so I don't oh, know, yeah. maybe you might too. Definitely. Um, other other um, thing that we got, recommendations from people, and I wanted to share this with you guys. Someone recommended to me to watch a movie called The King of Staten Island. Uh, not my type of movie. It's a comedy. I know that shocks you, but um, I'm a horror <laughs> guy. I'm drama. I like all that shit. Comedy to me is not funny. Watching watching somebody freak out about a little midget clown chasing them with a knife is more funny to me than some of these dry jokes that people have. But just saying, that's me. I mean, me. honestly, you're not like most people if you think serial killers are funny. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not saying that serial killers are funny there, Jones. I'm just saying, like, some people, like, for, I'm going to give an example. Pineapple Express. Yeah, we smoke a lot of pot. That movie's not funny to me. No matter how much <laughs> pot I smoke, the movie's not funny. The actors are terrible. Um, I do think that Jonah Hill, um, with the exception, because he's in that little group um, of those little guys that came up around the same time, and those yeah. little wannabe actors that think they're funny. Um, yeah, they're not funny. And I'm sorry if I offend people that say it. You may find it funny, but I, I just it's not me. I can make you guys laugh a hundred times harder than those fucking guys can, and that's the truth. But um, with that being said, Jones... <laughs> Uh, check out the movie. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. The King of Staten Island. Um, Bill Burr's in it. 
Um, what is it about? It's just basically about a, a young guy who's got aspirations of becoming a tattoo artist, and he basically turns around and is a bum, and he he grows up, and uh, it, it's funny, and it's okay. it's heart or you know heartfelt and heartwarming and whatever you want to uh, call for that. Um, guys, I also want to mention to you guys about a month ago. I just found this out because obviously we're not going in stores and stuff anymore with the yeah. COVID. Um, I just found out about a, a game called Man Eater. I'm sorry if this is a sensitive subject to you guys, but you actually start off as an adolescent shark and you go through, <laughs> through the stages. Yeah, you know, we got West Coast viewers. There's a lot of shark bites out there and a lot on the East Coast too. And, you know, some people are. But um, so we, we turn around and in this game, it's basically just the growing and survival of being a shark. For now, you are the predator. You are no longer the prey. So it's pretty cool. Check it out. And, Sounds uh, cool. Yeah, and The Last of Us Part Two came out as well. I mean, Deacon, when he plays uh, Grand Theft Auto, he just wants to go in the water and hunt sharks. So this is a perfect game for him. Yeah, I mean, now I am the shark who's being hunted. So, I mean, like, the battles that you have in with this shark attack situation is, like, you're fighting alligators, crocodiles, like, caimans, like, oh, all... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But, of course, they do some bad stuff in there, too. Like, if you bite the, the hostess lady swimming with her tube in the water, you get an extra, like, 3,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some crazy shit. But, uh, check it out, guys. It's now available on all platforms. I knew about this game for a long time, but it was only available for PC. Um, so pardon me with the delay. It did come out on the 22nd of May for everybody on all platforms. Uh, also, check out The Last of Us Part two uh scary game very good story mode zombies uh i like the fact they don't give you any weapons that you have to find your own not like a dead island situation yeah definitely a lot scarier and uh definitely a good game to check out uh genius of the week jones we're gonna go into it with uh ups store is our genius of the week oh the ups guy so i I'm in the process of collecting and starting to collect guitars. I know it's an expensive thing to start collecting, but, uh, you know, I don't spend money um, in other places anymore like you used to, you know, but um, I now had a problem with a guitar that I had just purchased recently. Multiple problems. So I sent this guitar back twice. I finally got the right one, and it is worth the wait. It was such a beautiful, amazing guitar. Thank you, Fender. I love you guys. Um... So, <laughs> just saying, remember, I love free shit. So, Fender, we love you. I love free shit. Send it over. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, the, the crazy thing about this is is that when I went into the UPS store, like, the problem was is that they packaged the, the guitar to me, but they only sent me one of the boxes. So, if you guys have ever purchased a guitar before, brand new, what happens is, is it comes inside of a bigger box, which is then inside of a little box, which basically protects the guitar, and then there's like a different piece of wedge of cardboard that yeah, stops it from moving. It's, it's, it's secured. It's secured. So, somebody got this guitar, either broke it themselves or received it broken, sent it back to Amazon, and Amazon turned sent around. Sent it back out to you. Sent it back out to me. No quality control, nothing. So, I, I go to the UP store to send it back. I got all the labels and the guy wants to charge me $15 for each guitar. Now I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, it says it right here on the fucking paper that it's not for to be charged. It was going to be charged to Amazon. Long story short, I paid it, whatever. Most people wouldn't have, but I want these things back and I want to be refunded. So I turn around and call Amazon 
completely told me the complete opposite of whatever this guy says. So we're going to leave him as our genius of the week. We're going to call him Joe Schmo. Because <laughs> that Joe guy Schmo. really rub, rubbed me the wrong way. I did genius a, of the week. I did a good job of not embarrassing him in front of everybody. But guys, let me tell you, I could have fucking really, really laid into this guy. But I did not. Uh, genius <laughs> of the week there. Citizen of the week now is a random man. No name. This was in Michigan. He won... The lotto. So he gave one new outfit to every homeless person that was in the area, along with one month worth of free meal vouchers. Oh, that's nice. Giving back to the community, pay it forward. That's what we're about here, aren't we, Yeah, Jones? definitely, 100%. Guys, during this pandemic, you already know that you guys could still donate. You could still do whatever you can to help and do your part. But most of all, being safe, staying home. If you have to go out and do your protesting, make sure you're wearing a mask wash consistently same shit we've been telling you guys for how long now uh it's not yeah. going to change teamwork makes the dream work though so everybody a little bit of help from everybody makes everything a little bit easier did you get the um phone call from wheaties yet they want us as corporate sponsors <laughs> is that why you just threw that in there teamwork is dream work no, no. <laughs> very nice uh jones gonna bring us into our topic of the week and this is a uh, topic of the week for a reason guys yeah fab four no not the beatles the other fab four <laughs> metallica yeah, deacon's favorite so uh guys we're gonna go in chronological order we went already with kill em all um now we're gonna go 1984 ride the lightning Ride the Lightning, one of Deacon's favorites. Yeah, Ride the Lightning is my favorite album by Metallica. Uh, I can't explain other than listen to it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Jones, what's your intake on the album, the progression from Kill 'Em All that you've seen as we discussed in weeks prior? Um, I think it's um, a lot heavier, Kill 'Em All, um, but you can still hear the heaviness in there. Oh, definitely. And I think at the beginning of the album, the heaviness, it just comes right on board with uh, Fight Fire with Fire, man. Like, uh, it just keeps going. Get so it's here. They're, they're not really letting you down at all with that, um, in, in that regard. But my favorite song on the album would have to be Be Fade to Black. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, my personal reasons for that is because I just love the song the lyrics the the way it makes you feel like i can relate to it it makes me feel like they're singing directly about me and um and how i've felt at times in my life yeah and, uh, really dark song it, you know it just brings me to a different place now normally and I, I would never do this um but i have to so i'm gonna have to call jones out on this what? so one being that i i know why you like the song off that album more than any other song because it, it closely resembles the Unforgiven. And in the beginning of the song, mm -hmm. we we don't get an electric guitar until when? Uh, we don't get an electric guitar until two minutes and one second. Yeah, so in the Unforgiven as well as Fade to Black, you get that acoustic sound that uh, you are looking for in a song. Mm -hmm. And that's what you enjoy, and that's cool. But... I didn't even realize that until you pointed that out to me. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that the just the whole vibe of the song and the feeling of the song and is really what draws me to it. And mm. I mean, part of that is the acoustic guitar, but um, the, it's not the only reason. The lyrics too, uh, yeah, they do hit home. Um, episode one, guys, take us back. Remember, oh my God, six weeks ago, bring it back. 
<laughs> I said to you that the number one song voted by the fans, Metallica fans, and this is when Jones was in question about this survey, hits home again. Fade to Black is the number one song voted by the Metallica fans. Yeah. Six weeks ago, Jones's opinion about that says, I don't think it's their best song, but on this album is your favorite it's song. It's my favorite song on this album, but it's not my favorite song overall. On my top ten list of all time on Metallica songs, it's very, very difficult, but three of those songs come off of Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning, again, as I mentioned, is my favorite album. My favorite song on Ride the Lightning has to be Ride the Lightning. <laughs> of course. It has, to, it has to be Ride the Lightning, and, and a close second is going to be Creeping Death. Creeping death. Uh, you know, so it's like, you, you think about Ride the Lightning and you could just hear it and it's just like, through the process of what's going on, if you don't know anything about what's going on, you're going to be very, very quickly informed that the final stages of this man's life Which, um, is it are happening. also uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls on that list? For Whom the Bell Tolls is also on that list. Um, for Whom the Bell Tolls... Because we know how much you love bells. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, guys, uh, people that don't know, uh, besides the tattoo gigs and shit that you know I go to and do on my own, I have a full Metallica sleeve. and <laughs> Yes, he does. Big part of it. If you want to see it, just email us at deaconandjonesshow at gmail.com and I'll send you a picture. I will send a picture to you guys and I will post it on our Twitter account soon. I just have a, uh, I want to get a decent camera before I take a picture because I took a picture for one of our fans who we're going to give a shout out right now. Brandon of Metallicast. Thank you, my friend. Hey, Brandon. Hope everything is going your way today, bud. And excellent show this week. If you guys have not checked out Brandon's show yet because this is the first time we're mentioning him, Metallicast. Uh, they're on Twitter, dude. They they just bring up so many, so much more about Metallica and so many great points. Um, he has a lot of definitely a lot of guest speakers on the show and a lot of a lot of excellent points. He is going to be one of our guests coming up in August. Um, no, I'm sorry, September. Sorry, Joan, September. Oh, September. We are excited to have him, uh, but let's not overdo it uh, with excitement because we still got a show to do. Oh, definitely. But yeah, Brandon, uh, he's been awesome and. Very helpful. Very, very helpful. So we do appreciate you. And guys, check them out. Uh, Deacon and Jones fans, you're going to love this show if you like hearing talk about Metallica and hard rock and stuff. But now, um, with that being said, Ride the Lightning has a special place for me because you got to think about it in the respect of, like, you know, you know damn well that you're going to get at least three or four songs off of every concert. You know, and you know you're going to mm, hear it. But yeah. the, the just the quality and the sounds and the lyrics themselves, you know, the album was before its time and even now still is just an amazing album. I listen to the album at least once a day, uh, full album, and that's even the last one with the call of the Cthulhu. Um, <laughs> yeah, I listen to that one too. But, um, yeah, it's just no unbelievable. No lyrics there. No lyrics there, just sound. And that's just the art of it. If you want that heavy, that double riff, you're going to get that. And check it out. You guys will love it. But um, email us. Let us know what your favorite song off Ride the Lightning is. We definitely want to hear your feedback. And uh, we're also going to be doing a poll on Twitter, guys. So pay attention to us on Twitter, please, as well. We know we're asking a lot from you. But you know what? We'll give you a lot because we ask a lot. So, you know, uh, with that being said, uh, our question of the week, Jones, what do we got for our question of the week? We have which Metallica album leads all Metallica albums in sales. 
Oh, so not what's your favorite, but what leads in sales. Yeah, and got... Whoa, and now you just told us Fade to Black is the favorite song by Metallica. Mm -hmm. Um, then, you know, it, it might be Ride the Lightning. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, for me, Ride the Lightning just, you know, I'm going through the stages. So, my favorite song of all time, I'll give it to you guys now. Track number nine. Off of the wonderful, wonderful 1982 classic, Number of the Beast, is Hollow Be Thy Name. That will always be my favorite song. It will never change. I'm experiencing a man being hung by the way he's describing what is going through. The sounds follow through with it. When I hear Ride the Lightning, it makes me think of, and to compare the two is a very tough thing for me. Um, because I don't do it, but that song just reminds me and takes me back to the same scene and the same way that I feel. Not that the sounds have to be the same, not the content of what he's saying has to be the same, but the way it makes me feel is the way that that song actually makes me feel. Ride the Lightning. That's why it's my favorite, and that's what it is. Deacon would love to ride the lightning one day. <laughs> if he ever had to be executed and they gave him a choice of execution... Electric chair would be his choice. Yeah, I mean, you got to be really sick in the head to, you know, but you think about it as, like, with everything else going on and for another topic, just, I think it's, and, and it, it's inhumane to die that way, but um, it, you would definitely have to be, and not to say this because they are who they are, but I, I love Iron Maidens, not just the band. I'm talking about the death, torture, structure, whatever you want to call it. Execution style, that's fine. <laughs> I, I will have an Iron Maiden in my house. It's in the process of being built because you cannot buy one. And if you can buy one, email me. I want to know where. I need, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking He's about been big. been looking for a very long time. Very big. Very big Iron Maiden fan. And then I guess that's part of the reason that got me into the band. But it is what it is. But uh, Jones, uh, there's something I wanted to bring up to you. Um, a very, very, very first Abbey Road recording, EMI Records told the producer at the time, Jeff for the Beatles mm -hmm. that he must destroy those evidence he did not he kept those and now last week they just started with the legal proceedings because he passed on two years ago and he still has these tapes estimated at a 6.1 million dollar value and what? this is has per Sirius XM so Jones so he was supposed to destroy them? And he never did. But why was he supposed to destroy them? I guess they were not, they were just first takes of the Beatles before they were the Beatles, before they were formally the Beatles. And he never destroyed and them. And he never did because so he now knew. now what are they trying to do? They're trying to... He want, they want them back. So now they're fighting. So uh, now, me personally, if they're worth 6.1 million, I'm not greedy. Give me 2 million. Okay? My father hang, hung on to all of these records. They're in my family. This is something of sentimental value. I'm a big Beatles fan. Whatever I want to say in court, that's fine. But you want these fucking things back, I want $2 million. What's your opinion? Is that too cheap or? I mean, honestly, I don't think you have the right to ask for anything. You weren't, you weren't supposed to keep them. You were supposed to destroy them. You probably signed paperwork saying that you were destroying these. In, in, in and, 1961, and, and you, you think they are signing the paperwork? I don't think so. They might have. I don't think so. I, I I don't know. I think it was just a good word of faith. You know, I mean, this is talking about the very, very first Abbey Road recordings of the Beatles. This was their studio. You know, this I mean, was honestly, huge. I feel like they should offer him something like just. He's dead. 
his family something. Yeah, his family has I'm their saying, possession. They should offer his family something and take them back. Yeah, and, and take them back. But they, but the, I don't think the family has a right to ask for money for them. Mm. But ah. they should just give them money anyway. I uh, guess. I mean, if it's the Beatles producer and the Beatles said you can hang on to them, and the and, and the record company said, you know, hey, listen, get rid of them. I think he's entitled to it. Okay. I think he is because because the Beatles told was, him directly. It, it depends if it was worded like, "Hey, you know, chuck these in the in the trash," like, and you took them home instead. That's one thing. Then yeah, then he would be entitled. But if it was like you need to destroy these as part of your job, and he didn't, then that's another story. From what I'm understanding, there was some type of malfunction with the equipment. So that's why he was told to get rid of them. Not because it was bad audio, not because it was bad singing or anything like okay, that. Okay, then maybe he's entitled to You know what I'm saying? He's entitled to something. Yeah, it's just a little weird to me, but we'll let you guys know what happens, of course, on there coming up in the future. Uh, guys, Cam Newton, uh, talk about it on our Twitter account. Cam Newton. Uh, Jones, what do we know about Cam Newton? What's going on? we have any updates of who he's supposed to be signing with, if he signed anything yet? I mean, right now he's a free agent. Okay. Uh, he had played with the Panthers. And, Carolina. And now he's just, like, um, trying to see who's going to, you know, bite that hook. And right now the, the two teams that are at the top of that list is the Lions and the Patriots. Okay, well, it makes sense with the Patriots with Brady leaving to Tampa Bay for them to need a quarterback. But uh, listen, I'll take Matthew Stafford, the Detroit Lions quarterback, on my team any day. The guy's fucking unbelievable. Um, will he ever win anything on the Lions? Where do you think no. this guy, uh, Cam, is going to go? Where do you think he's going to go? It makes sense for him to go uh, to play with, with New England. Um, it's more of a competitive division for him. I think him going back to Carolina to play with... Tom Brady and Drew Brees and now Teddy Bridgewater, it's not going to end He's up well. take a back seat. Yeah, and let's not forget about Matt Ryan, guys. Matty Ice has been consistent quarterback of 4,000 yards plus every year. Um, Atlanta had that big collapse in the Super Bowl three years ago. Yeah, uh, you know, plus, doesn't the, doesn't Cam have a like a, a large history of injuries? He does because I don't think he's a passing quarterback. I think he's more of a runner, so that's why he's injury prone. And yeah, so that's going to make people second. Guess taking him on their team, no? I guess we're going to find out who signs him, and that's why he hasn't been signed yet. COVID has a lot to do with it, reporting the training camp, you know. But I just wanted to, you know, reach out for, to you guys, to, you know, about our poll and stuff. And, uh, of course, Twitter is going to be a big part of our thing and how we're going to reach out to you guys and get what you want to hear as well. So, guys, um, now, with that being said, uh, we got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Jones, is that right? Yeah. What's the question? Now, since we got two of our Rapids out of the way so far, then um, I guess we're going to have to leave this big one because this is a big one. And I left a little more time on this one. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I took away a rapid response this week for this, but uh, the original pioneers of heavy metal, Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath? Mm-hmm. <laughs> tough that, one. That tough. Is a, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. That's tough. It is. It is. But I, I, for me personally, I'm going to have to go with Led Zeppelin because I can't understand a damn word Ozzy says. <laughs> okay, that's number one. Sharon! Come on, Sharon! Uh, at least, uh, you know, Jimmy Page, I can understand his lyrics. I, 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 can, I can sing along. Ozzy, uh, I'm trying to figure it out um, at the end of the song. I'm still trying to figure out what he said in the beginning of the song. And, uh, you know, on TV they got to put, um, you know... They got to put up the uh, 
Subtitles? The subtitles at the bottom <laughs> when he talks. He was on a show a couple weeks ago and I was like... What the fuck? Yeah, man. You can't even understand him at all. I don't even know how any of his family understands anything he's saying. Weird. He, he, I love Ozzy. He's awesome, I agree with but, you. but like, I don't understand anything he's saying. Listen to old Sabbath. Listen to old Zeppelin. Um, Zeppelin, I think, got better in their career as they went on. Um, as opposed to... The earlier stuff for Black Sabbath is better. If I had to choose one, who was the original? Pioneers. I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I'm going to have to say Led Zeppelin as well. But, yeah, but they also have one of the best drummers of all time. Like, how is he not, you know, John Bonham, how is he not in the top five? He's got to be in your top five. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good point that you brought up there. Um, John Bonham, uh, definitely a top five drummer, I would have to say. Um we, st we would still have to do up on the upcoming shows and the content, um, but we will do a show that has the drummers, and we do want your feedback on there. Let us know what you guys think, who's better, Sabbath, or... Now, I don't want to say better, because that's not what we said. Who were the original innovators? A and Sabbath is heavy. I, I, I love Sabbath. We're not their innovation from them. We're not saying that At they all. aren't one of the original innovators. I just... If I had to choose one or the other to sit down and listen to. It uh, would be, yeah. Led Zeppelin's just better to trip to also. <laughs> Very good that point. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Very good. But um, m the main thing here, guys, is expand your horizons. Things that you normally don't do. You normally don't sit there and listen to a podcast, but you're doing it right now, right? Yeah. So... Expand I don't it. normally talk on one, but I'm doing it right now. Exactly. Years back, and I'm going to count three years back, I didn't own one Led Zeppelin album. Now, I own them all. I never liked Led Zeppelin. Never did. And I know the value of what they bring and how much of an influence they were on the early stages of rock and roll, and not just rock and roll, because there are other genres of music that are now doing cover songs of theirs. So, I agree with you guys, uh, with you, Jones, not the guys, because we don't know the audience's <laughs> feedback yet. But, um, well, yeah. yeah, you're the oracle. You know everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, pal. I, I appreciate that. And it, it always, it always basically we'll is. We'll talk about Deacon the Oracle another day. Yeah, we always, we always have fun on, on this show, Deacon and Jones Show. Guys, follow us Twitter, Instagram, uh, email us. Uh, remember, this week's prize, again, is for uh, 20, 20, Five dollars of your choosing. We didn't say this, so wherever you want, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, uh, Amazon, wherever you guys want, this is a viewer's choice. Viewer's choice. Anything so, you want. Anything you want, you tell us, and that's the prize. Twenty-five dollars. Uh, Jones, that's going to bring us into our communication breakdowns. What do we got for this week? Yeah, Deacon, we have one communication breakdown this week. And oh yeah. Big one. Communication man. breakdown. <laughs> uh oh. It, it's a big one. Bro. Uh oh. Big one. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, big one. Hit us. Uh, during the Cam Newton segment, you mm -hmm. mentioned that the Atlanta Falcons had a collapse in the Super Bowl three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I am puzzled, so is the audience, you should know your team, the Eagles, won the Super Bowl three years ago. Ah, okay. Well, and the see, collapse was four. All right. Well, I apologize about that. Yes, I should have known that. So four years ago, same same scenario, Patriots versus the Birds, just because it was a different type of bird. But Super Bowl champs, Philly, we got one. We fucking got one. Thank you. Now we need the Chargers to get one. But hopefully the Lakers and the Rangers, I just blew everything out on the open air. You know what, guys? <laughs> the failed us. <laughs> I let you guys down. I'm sorry. But, um... That's going to wrap it, us for, wrap it up for us, guys, this week. And I wanted to say thank you again. And 
as promised, we still have that big $100 prize for the list of 6 through 10 on Deacon's favorite bands list of all time. Jones is going to hit you right now with a clue that would help you. This is clue number two. Here we go, Jones. Okay, guys, here's the clue. So a few episodes back, uh, Deacon mentioned a uh, wine that is also the name of a song by one of the bands on this list. Mm, that's a very, very good clue. Guys, again, we want to thank you. Thank you to all of our fans who support us. And please, guys, please email us. Let us know your feedback. We'll get you on Twitter. You get us. This is the Deacon and Jones Show. Hope you enjoyed it. Happy Father's Day again to everyone. Happy Father's Day. Deacon and Jones out. Jones out.